You're listening to Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, a podcast all about pop culture that these brilliant ladies enjoy. So, heat up your kettles. It's tea time. Hello, everyone. I'm Katie. And I'm Chelsea. And you're listening to Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, a proud member of the geek to geek Podcast Network. And on this week's episode, we are beyond super excited, and it's a super special episode because, first of all, we have a special guest, which is Morgan! Yay! (laughs) Chelsea and I have been dying to get Morgan on an episode because, one, she's a super loyal listener, and I love her very dearly, and because Morgan's just awesome, so... Yes. And the reason we picked this particular episode is because she has some experience. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Yes. But which brings me to my second reason why this episode is super special is because we're finally going to talk about fan fiction. Yes. So, but before we dive into our topic, we should, one, get to know our guest a little bit better, and then Chelsea and I haven't really talked for, like, two weeks, because the last episode was recorded in the same day as the weeks before, so we haven't really talked that much. So, we also need to know what Morgan's been doing with her life. Yes. I, well, I already know what she's doing with her life, because I see her literally every day, but yeah. Chelsea does it, because she I just met know. her. <laughs> Just so, talk to me, Morgan. Okay. <laughs> Pretend okay. like Katie's not here. What? <laughs> hey, my name's first in this podcast. <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> I think alphabetically, though, I mean, Chelsea comes first. So. Well, technically, it just sounded better, Katie Chelsea. It's true. Than Chelsea Katie. I don't know. It she just, says. I say. I whatever. <laughs> Anyways. So this is Morgan's last episode. No. Oh, no. <laughs> First and last. So nice to have you on. That was a short one. That was a great episode. Bye. Bye. Oh, no. <laughs> you drove all the way out here. Anyways. So, Morgan, why don't you tell our audience and Chelsea about yourself? Because Chelsea just met you. I did. Hi. Hi. Um... I, I like, wrote, was writing my notes for this, and I was like, oh, I should write a joke about liking long watch, walks on the beach and being a Scorpio, but I didn't do that. But I just did that. <laughs> oh, so you're a sco- Scorpio, huh? Yeah. Scorpio. <laughs> my birthday is actually in a week and a day. Oh, day. Um, uh, yep, turning 31. Oh, my God, we're going to be the same age. Yeah, we're going to be the same age again. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I'm Morgan. I was born and raised in Los Angeles, and I still live in Los Angeles. I got out for college, and that is it. Um, I like baking and hiking and running and rock climbing and basically being outside. I'm like, I am like Superman. I get energy from, like, the sun, right? Doesn't I don't, get energy from the yes, sun? Yes, yes. Can't relate. Can't. <laughs> <laughs> don't you guys not have sunlight in Ireland? No, I just don't get energy from the sunlight. <laughs> so, like, I have a patio. Um, uh, my roommate and I are, are we got we moved into our apartment in uh, like the end of May, um, for, like June first, whatever. And um, my favorite spot is our patio. Um, and it's been too hot to go out there until like recently, uh, because you know. LA in the summer has been awful but like it was like every day I go out I would just go I would come home from work and then I'd go 
sit on the on the porch and just like eat my dinner or like have some water. I don't know. I just sit out there because I was like, I'm outside. This is great. Um, I like camping. I'm going for a camping on a camping trip for my birthday, um, like a backpacking trip. So oh. Um, but anyway, besides being outside, um, I like making things, baking, um, art. I'm not really good at art, but I like it anyway. Hey. <laughs> um, uh, I like wine and books and sports. I'm a, I'm a big jock. Um, I especially like Ohio State football. Go Buckeyes. And the Dodgers. Yeah. Womp womp. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and I like rocks. Well, you, you were a geology major yeah, in college. Yeah. so I have a degree in geology that I don't use, and a rock collection that is very heavy. Ooh, uh, you and my dad should talk, because my dad uh, was a geology major what? in college. Really? Oh yeah. my god, I, yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, so... It's a cool major. Yeah. It goes along with the camping, that I like camping and being outside thing, so... That makes sense. You guys can rock pun together. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it'll be, it'll be super great. Yeah, we, um, uh, we would... I don't know. My I was the president of the geology club in college. God, you're such a nerd. <laughs> wow, that is pretty nerdy. <laughs> she got so excited, she dropped the headphones. Oh, boy. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I like rocks. They're cool. Actually, hey, someone... Something. Rocks are awesome. Someone in the office, Evelina, she came over to me. She bought, I guess... Like she brought she bought like some a crystal basically for her friend and it, and was like can you tell me if this is what they say it is and I was like rock identification was never my strong suit but sure so I was like this is quartz <laughs> she was like oh good that's what they said it was and I was like it's really hard to get this one wrong so it's a pretty pretty common one so <laughs> yep yep and then there was stuff like this will promote healing or something like that and I was like I can't help you with that stuff because. Not really. Um, what You're I like, sorry, that isn't science. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> crystal therapy. That's, yeah, that's, that's not... more my range of. <laughs> well, that's more abstract. But yes, yeah, but, um, yeah. So I know Katie because we work together. Yes, um, I'm a product manager, and Katie is is the QA lead on my my product. Yep. So, yeah. Mostly, I tell people what to do and hope I'm doing things right. Yep. Hey, hey. I like it. You do a great job. Thank it's you. Wonderful. We're a good team. Everyone I feel. Thinks I so. feel like we are. I feel like uh, <clears throat> getting put on that team was like the greatest thing ever. So lean, mean. Yeah, I'm killing it. And now, now we have to focus. Start focusing elsewhere. Oh God. New projects. New projects. It's exciting. And and. Uh, the winter, since, you know, it's not really winter here, but, or fall of winter. Q4. 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 Is like the slow time for yeah. our for our project anyway. Well, they tell us not to make major changes on our product because Q4 is supposed to be yeah. big with monies. Mm-hmm. And the last thing we need to do is jack something up. That yeah. would be the worst. Don't break anything. <laughs> don't, don't break prod. I already did that. Yeah. <laughs> nope. No more breaking things. What? I cried. It was really bad. Anyways, <laughs> this isn't about me. Um, <laughs> oh, I, brought, I also wrote down some, fu- I included, I have three fun facts that I could. Ooh, fun facts. Yeah. Um, fun fact one, I biked across the entire state of Iowa. Whoa. Just me and my bike. And like there was, there was a bike tour. So I was with people. But it would have been really awkward. You're like, just me and my bike and the road and <laughs> just me. People are like, where's that girl going? <laughs> 
She's in a hurry, okay. <laughs> no, they like, bli- they, like, block off uh, streets, and there's this whole big, like, ten to 20,000 people every day oh, on wow. bikes biking across the state. That's <laughs> so really awesome. It was so much fun. And, like, they have a thing where you can give them your bags, so, like, it's, you camp every night. But um, wake up in the morning, give them your bags, and just go off with your bike. And bike for like 60 to 100 miles every day that's exciting wow um yeah it was a lot of fun and the food was amazing oh my god great turkey legs oh my god (laughs) we went so when we were at disneyland uh, i was like i need a turkey leg (laughs) because i got one is it (laughs) because i got one when i was doing the the, it's called rag the (laughs) registers annual great bike ride across iowa um but that's uh but yeah so i got my turkey from turkey turkey toms yeah and so i was like i gotta get one at disneyland and didn't get one but we have Aww. more than just the one chance to go to disneyland I know, I, I people hope. are acting like we're never we just burned michelle's like <laughs> sign-in pass for disneyland like after we got it we're just like nobody else forever well, for you it's like easy to like it's like no you've been so like for me like disneyland is like a special treat that you do like we're like, gonna go again for christmas like we have to because one uh Somebody was really upset that they didn't get to go on Small World. <laughs> and was somebody Joel? Joel, Joel was really <laughs> upset. And then we also need to take Irwin on Small World and also Christmas. Like, oh, when they make oh, it yeah. snow on Main Street. They make Street. it snow oh, on Main so Street magical. and everything's lit up and magical and wonderful and all of that. So yes. we have to do that. So we'll go again. Cool. More fun facts. Um, I try to travel outside the United States uh, at least once a year. Um, I have done that every year since 2011, except I missed 2016, but the year before that, I think in 2015, I went to three countries and this year I have been, I went to two countries. So nice. Um, I give myself a pass for that one. I feel like I went to four countries in 2015. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Maybe it was 2013, 12, 14. I don't know. They're blurring together. Anyway. (laughs) And then my final one is I'm a bad Jew and I hate locks. (laughs) Aw. I love bagels. Give me some bagels for days. But I hate locks. So. All right. Those are my fun facts. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) Like you just called yourself a bad Jew. I'm an okay Jew in general. I just like really don't like locks. I even went to High Holy Days this you year. You did. You did. Yeah. It was intense, but you went. Yeah, it was very, very different <laughs> from my upbringing. I was bought mitzvah though, so, you know. It's exciting. I, I can read Hebrew. I don't know what it says, but. You can read it. You're just I like, yeah, I don't know. I can write my name, too. Oh. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Very good. Last question. Favorite fandoms. Whoa. I know. Harry Potter. Yes. Um, okay. Which will come up later because of fan fiction. <laughs> yes. But also, I love Star Wars. I'm wearing a Star Wars shirt right now in the honor of this podcast. Nice. Um, but, I, man, I, I grew up on Star Wars. I don't remember a time when when Darth Vader wasn't Luke's father. Like, I literally don't remember that reveal because my entire life it's just been Star Wars. I remember when my family bought the uh, the three tape set yes it was digitally remastered but not like the like adding all the the horrible stuff that (laughs) Mm -hmm. lucas did yep (laughs) so um 
Yeah, that that was great. I I still have those tapes. I have them in my in my apartment on my shelf, and I lost. I lost the Empire Strikes Back, How which could is you? the best one. Oh no! So I have to. I um. I think I know where it is, and it's like in an old TV. Like I kept a TV that had a tape player, so, so that you think I could it's watch in it. the TV? I think it's in the TV, and the TV just got put outside of my parents' house, so I have to like go back and like plug it in and press eject to see if it's in there, see if the tape is still in there. Yeah. Oh man. Um, but anyway, besides that, um. I've been getting into Star Trek recently. Yay, Star um, Trek! Mm. And I really like A Song of Ice and Fire and other epic fantasy novels. Um, and I really like graphic novels, specifically the Sandman series. Oh. But I'm finally going to read Bone. I have it on my shelf. It's, like, next up. So, um, yeah, those are a few of my... But, the like, the big, the top two for me are Star Wars and Harry Potter. So. Nice. nice. And you're yeah. watching Gilmore Girls. Oh, yeah, I'm watching Gilmore Girls. <gasps> for the for first the, like, time? No, for like the, I don't know, 800th time. time. Oh, okay, um, lovely. But, but. Chelsea had a heart text. Oh, my God, another number one. <laughs> you'll like some of my fanfics then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I, um, I'm rewatching it for like the, I don't know how many times. And I walked in here, actually, and I was like. Katie, can we talk about the fact that these women never know that they're pregnant because of, like, I don't know, missing yes. their period or something? It's like, oh, they're crazy. Oh, my God, I'm pregnant. Or, like, I, I like an that. apple. Like, like, I hate that so much. You are smart women. You know how this stuff works. Right? You're like, like, does no one in Stars Hollow track their period? I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they don't have an app for that. I, I guess not. Okay. Well, now that we know Morgan, <laughs> I don't. Was that long? I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Okay, <laughs> I already expected this episode to be long, so we're fine. You can always yes. like cut stuff out, right? I'm not gonna cut you out. Just cut out Morgan completely. <laughs> just, like special no guest Morgan, no but guest. no actual Morgan. You can just trim spots if you need, but yeah, we'll yeah. figure it out. Anyways, so Chelsea, what have you been doing for the past several weeks? You have a long list here. I do. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to go through it quickly. So first, I bought Hillary Clinton's What Happened. Uh, that's her, like, most recent book, which goes over the previous election. Holy moly, it's been great. Um, oh, really? Yay. Been really, really into that. I finished Gossip Girl, finally. Took me Oh, forever. finally. Dropped my phone. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, finally, finally finished that can't figure out what to watch next i'm thinking maybe fringe because even has it all on blu-ray but we'll see um i watched a movie based on gabby douglas which is the yeah exactly the olympic gymnast it was really good movie um (laughs) you're like she's an olympic gymnast gymnast. (laughs) i didn't want to say it wrong (laughs) Knowing me, I would be like that gymnast Olympic, right? <laughs> uh, I'm just what? dumb. Never mind. Just <laughs> I'm just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so I also wanted to talk about two shows that were super, super good this week. Um, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend has been killing it. And if you are not watching this show, I can't believe you. <laughs> Cody. I'm not. <laughs> what? What? Uh, hey, she hasn't watched no, the show I haven't either. I watched it either, but you it's would set, love it. It's set in Covina? Yeah, West, West Covina. Covina. So West Covina. I, I, one of my really good friends grew up there. 
and your she's friend always is like, yay, I love that show because it's from West Covina. Yes. Nothing's ever in West Covina. <laughs> and uh, the main character is Jewish. She talks a lot about that. It's, oh, um, man. it's musical. I gotta check this out. Wait, it's, it's musical? It's, yeah, musical? it's musical. What? I didn't it's, know that. Yeah. Super, I love musicals. Super feminist. It's like, like this season especially, she's been going like, all fatal attraction and stuff. Oh and it's like, my god! It's the best thing I've ever seen. So it's you been, almost cussed. I, heard I you. know. I did. I did not. Wait. And then also, <laughs> also another show that has been killing it and is sadly going to go on a two month hiatus and I'm going to cry is The Good Place. <gasps> Holy moly! That show is so freaking good. <laughs> I love that show. Um, I'm not up to date, so okay. Um, I'm gonna. I've been saving them for this hiatus. Like I'm like, okay, yes. I can catch up. Um, yeah. But the final episode of the first season was like, what? Oh right? my god! Like, <laughs> it makes so much sense. It does. It was amazing. It, so does. it was so Katie, so good. Do you watch the Good Place? I do not. What? You, oh my god! Come Katie, on, get on that. Katie oh does god. not like comedy. <laughs> what? No, that's <laughs> you not don't like laughing. No, I do. <laughs> she doesn't like. She doesn't like joy and happiness. No, I don't. I hate I hate all of that stuff. My laughter is because I'm dead inside. First well, of all, Kristen really Bell is the main I character. Amazing. I, I keep hearing this. I know. And then I want, I listen to the Gilmore Guys podcast and Demi writes for that freaking show. I know. Yes. I understand. It's, I know. It's just been so good. Like, I was really worried about where it was going this season and everything, but it's been freaking hilarious like there was an episode this season no spoilers or anything but Eamon and I like about had like died of laughter like we couldn't breathe like we were practically oh hyperventilating we were laughing so hard that's so funny so yeah that was that's yeah that's my catch up I think we should combine them and like the weekly geekery too so oh. why don't you just talk about that too okay well it's simple uh I read Injustice Year 5, Volume 3. It's, you know, Injustice is a comic that I am probably the only one that I'm keeping up to date with in terms of, like, as soon as it comes out, I buy it. <laughs> um, and it's really, really good. Uh, Fancy. Nice. <laughs> that's about it. Your turn. Oh, um, <laughs> can I can I go back a little more than a week? That's fine. Uh, we went to Disneyland! <gasps> Yeah, <laughs> we talked about that already, but I just wanted to say that um, because it, I, I love Disneyland and I never really got to go that much growing up because it's expensive. Yes, it is very um, expensive. And as an adult, I go, I've been way more often because I'm lucky enough to know people who work there or know someone who works there. Um, but uh, it was like a hundred degrees. It was awful hot. It was uh, disgusting. And it was so hot that um, radio. Sp- Springs Racers was closed. Radiator Springs. Radiator Springs. I don't know why I said. I know that. Ugh. Um, but yeah, that that ride that ride was closed, and yeah, that that or it broke while we when our fast pass was there. Yeah, we walked over there to go, but it was like right at the peak of like how hot it was, and I think they can't run when it's really hot because the ground gets too hot and the cars can't stop. The that way makes that sense. They need to. 
I mean, I'm I like never think about it that way. So it was like interesting being actually the whole trip was interesting being there with with you, Katie, because like I got this kind of like insider perspective, and <laughs> you told us all these stories about things like you don't really think about how everything flows to get like you know have lines move like efficiently or like getting people on rides or just how the rides you know work. I don't know. I don't think about it. It's just magic for me. So. Yeah. Um, but I was really excited because on Star Tours, we did not get the Wookiee planet. Oh, we didn't go to Kasaic. No. Oh, we nice. We did not. I went at, like on that ride like five times in a row, various trips, and I always got the dang Wookiee planet. Yep. Um, and yeah, so I was really excited to not get the Wookiee planet. <laughs> but anyway, besides that, <laughs> besides Disneyland... Um, I dyed my hair on Saturday, and it is... I don't know if you can see this from our, like, video. I can. But my hair is purple on the bottom. I like it. Sorry, Katie. No, you're fine. Um, But uh, I just kind of was like, screw it. I want to change things. And it when it... It'll fade nice. I, like, literally walked into the... To my hair ladies thing, and I was like, I want to dye my hair. And she knew that. She was like, okay, what color? And I was like, what do you think will look good? So it was kind of like this freeing moment of being like, I don't know what I'm going to walk out looking like, so. But it's perfect. Yeah, it turned out really well. and It was uh, a nightmare for your shower, but. Oh, my God. Oh, is it? I washed it and dye, like, dye still is coming out of it. So, like, I washed it and it was just, like, purple everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) I had to, like, scrub the, I'm going to need to put some bleach in my shower to get rid of some of the dye because I, like. Oh, my gosh. Maybe dyed some of the grout. Oh, well. Whoops. Um, (laughs) But anyway. So that That was exciting. Um, We were supposed to go to a Kesha concert last week too and Katie went but I didn't because my team the Dodgers who are the sports team that I have seen the most in my life um ah so sorry <laughs> that is your fault my bad <laughs> um sorry I lost my uh, headphone um but yeah the Dodgers are my my team I love them I've seen them like at least two orders of mag maybe not two order but like order uh, at least one order of magnitude more than any other sporting team ever and they were in the world series and it was game seven and they didn't win and it was very very upsetting if you'd gone to the kesha concert they would have won yeah i know i think that's (laughs) That's, i think that's that's true so that's a that's a bummer so but besides that um I just worked. We have a. I have a new project I'm working on at work, and um, it's my first time working on something like this and joining this early in the stage of of managing it. So it's been a learning process. Exciting. Um, it's exciting though, and um, I like the people I'm working with. So yay! Yeah. Um, and then it was Halloween. Which, so this will blur into my weekly geekery. There you mm-hmm. go. Um, it was Halloween, so like they do a stuff at work. I'll let you talk about our company, our company stuff. But oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> uh, there's a bake off every year, and I brought in a cake, and I was told that my cake was the best tasting dessert, but it wasn't Halloweeny enough decoration to win best dessert. Um, and I, it's like, I, I did a, I'm working on my cake decoration stuff, so I did a, a kind of ombre cake, not ombre, it wasn't really ombre, but it was like red, orange, yellow. Oh, that's um, cool. Frosting around, and then it was a chocolate drip on top. 
Nice. So like little drips Ooh. down. And that's pretty um, Halloween-y. Yeah, I know, right? Right? That's, it was supposed to be like a sunset. Well, they I want gonna, a freaking pumpkin on there? Jeez. The, <laughs> the person who won was like some brownies that I didn't eat that had a spider web on the top. Yeah, all they did was pipe icing on top that looked like a spider web. And Your I was face. like, are you, are you, I keep on like, so I have entered this Halloween bake off every year since I've been in the building, which is since uh, 2010. Mm-hmm. And I consist, and I'm a, I'm a baker. I have like a, I try, um, and uh, my decoration skills aren't the best. But one year I entered and I made freaking uh, freaking is fine. Okay, I made <laughs> spider. I made sugar spider webs, and I Ooh. lost to marshmallows that were decorated like ghosts. What? And I was like, "What?" So I get a little annoyed by the way they judge the. I, uh, someone's out to get I you. Also, sounds I like. also feel the anger. You should have also won the uh, the pie. Oh, my God. On Pi Day contest, I'm still angry about who won. They're really bad about the way they judge food stuff because it's like, like, you'd think a lot of it would have to do with taste, right? Right. Well, they should cut up the, the, it should be, like, two prizes. So, um, most, like, decorative and then best tasting. Yeah, because it's... Because your cake was amazing. Thank you. Because I had a piece of it and it was delicious. I don't know what it looked like beforehand because I didn't get to see it just knew what was left of it. There's a picture on my Instagram. Okay. I will look at it. I can it. give it to you for the show notes. We oh, we could just put the cake <laughs> yeah. in the show notes. Um, but it was delicious. Thank you. I very much enjoyed it. But I will say, okay, after all of this rant, I think uh, uh, I am the ra- I was the reigning champion two years running, so it's okay that I didn't win this year. Uh, yeah. I, I did not... I was going to bake, but then I was like, I didn't care that much. Mm, it was, like, tough to get stuff ready for the, I don't it know. It was why. just, it, Halloween was on a ba- it was on a Tuesday, and it was, like, the Tuesday after I was at the convention all weekend, and. Yeah. I, Too much. I was in a bad mood. <laughs> I barely, like, I was going to decorate the cake a lot more and put, like, sprinkles and decals of, like, cats and witches on it. Um, you probably would have won. Yeah, if I just had the dumb cats but um, <laughs> <laughs> um i didn't i didn't do that because i uh i play football i'm on a flag football team that's another thing i could have said about myself but i went and played football instead of spending time making my cake which i think was the right way to do, to do it so. i think, I think that was, was the right choice that was a good move and we won so hey yeah there you go i did not score a touchdown but that's unfortunate that's okay um uh, but anyway back to halloween to steer us into my geekeriness, I decided that because I was gonna be Louise from Bob's Burgers, because <gasps> I have a green dress. Um, nice. So I bought the I bought the um, the the beanie, the beanie yeah. with the ears. But then I was like, wow, my hair is purple. I should really just be Leela from Futurama. So on like <laughs> on like Monday night, I was like, how do I how do I make Leela costume? Okay, black pants, boots, white shirt. Um, I have the uh, the low jack mater out of out of I made that out of like wristband things, and then I made uh, I made sunglasses into a cyclops eye. I just like had Ooh. my sunglasses and I put a piece of paper over it and drew the uh, drew the dot for the eye and I made mm-hmm. like eyelashes. It's so. pretty. It was pretty great. Wow. Yeah. So you but, also should have won the costume contest, I but know, I don't know about that. 
Maybe. But I was the one who, like, I really committed since I dyed my hair, but I dyed my hair not for my costume. But everyone's been asking me that. They're like, oh, was that for Halloween? And I'm like, no, I just wanted it was to for dye life. my hair. <laughs> just because. It needed to change. It was life. Yes. Life reasons. Yep. But, I love it. Um, I'm trying to think. Are there, I mean, I've been watching Gilmore Girls. That's another, like, mm-hmm. thing I've been doing. Oh, and Stranger Things. I've been watching Stranger Things because I didn't watch the whole second season yet because my roommate and I have been watching together and we just haven't synced up that much. And the Dodger games have been on, so we've been watching baseball instead of Stranger Things. But we started on Saturday. We watched a bit on Thursday? Friday? Thursday. Days. Yeah, we were supposed to watch some last night, but then I made cookies instead. Yeah, which I left downstairs like an idiot. That's okay. There's plenty of cookies for you to eat. Yes. But I made Bavarian sugar cookies because... Um, there's this movie called uh, Stranger Than Fiction, and uh, there's a line in it about, like, when times are rough. I need to, like, look up this quote. But uh, when times, in times of despair or whatever, we can thank God for small things like Bavarian sugar cookies. <laughs> and, like, I had quoted that on Facebook, like, so long ago, and I was looking on my, on this day, and that quote came up, and I was like, I need to make Bavarian sugar cookies. <laughs> So I'm, I just was like, screw it. I've been wanting to do that since I read that quote. And so you I made Bavarian sugar cookies. Made Bavarian sugar cookies. That are shaped like hearts, and I get to eat them. I'm very excited. I'm jealous. Sorry. You <laughs> moved really far. I know. And we're I probably going to go to Miguel's. I know. Did you see that text yeah. you that you taking her to Miguel's? <laughs> what's what's Miguel's? It's some. It's like the best Mexican food place that's Ooh. out here. And Chelsea loves it. She used to come over to my house, and then she'd be like, "So, uh, did you eat lunch?" And I'm like, "Yes, we can go to Miguel's." She's like, "Good, I saved my tips." <laughs> this is true. <laughs> awesome. So uh, for me, I went to the Kesha concert. <laughs> Yay! Which was the greatest thing ever. She was so amazing. Uh, how she sounds on her album is how she sounds in real life, what? which is like oh, freaking incredible. That's amazing. She sounds so good live, and she was just beautiful and gorgeous. And I loved her hair, and she had like the fan going, so her hair was just like epic. <laughs> oh, nice. And oh my god, she opened the show with "Woman," ah, which was glorious. Oh, I made the wrong choice. <laughs> I feel bad talking about this because you gave your ticket to Matt and. <laughs> Well, at least I went to, you know, someone who would appreciate it. Yes, Matt. I have seen her in concert before, so yes. it was like, eh, but. She did, like, great, because she took, because her style of singing now is so much different from how it was before, but she sang some of her old songs, so she sang, like, TikTok, and. She, she sang Blow, right? I think yeah. you sent me a snap And she sang Blow, and, like, all of them were sort of in the style that she sings now, oh. and so they sounded yeah. so good, and she did a mashup of Timber with. I'm forgetting what song it is. It's one of her current songs off of Rainbow, and it sounded so good. Boots? I don't think it was Boots. It was... She didn't sing Boots, actually. What? She also didn't sing Rainbow, which super upset me. How did she not... Remember when we got these tickets? We were like, we're gonna... She's gonna sing Rainbow, and we're just gonna sob? Yes. I think she did a... um, She did a mashup of Timber with either Hunt You Down... Or oh. Boogie Feet. I can't remember Those which one. Which would make sense. Or Let Him Talk. I can't remember which one it was. Did she sing him? Yes. Oh, yeah, you sent me a She sang him, praying, uh, Learn to Let Go. Kenny cried during Learn to Let Go. I just want to throw that out on the podcast because <laughs> Kenny was also there. Kenny, friend of the podcast from Dumbbells and Dragons. Sorry I didn't get to meet you, Kenny. <laughs> uh, you'll get to meet Kenny eventually. Kenny was wearing a bromper. 
So a a bro romper that was pink. And he had a glitter beard, and it was pretty epic. And he had... I'm, I'm just going to throw it out there. Kenny's got really nice thighs, and it looked really great in the romper. So congratulations to Kenny. I'm sure he would appreciate Kenny. that. Congratulations sure. to Kenny and his thighs. <laughs> uh, he's running a Tough mutter today, so and mm. another one tomorrow. So That's where he gets his thighs. That's where he gets his thighs from. <laughs> but yeah, Kenny... Just Kenny. He also got a new car, so congratulations to Kenny for the new car. Ooh. Um, but yeah, so I don't know how this turned into a conversation about Kenny, uh, <laughs> but it always does. <laughs> Anyways, so I also went to LA Comic Con, and yes, I did talk to Jackson Rathbone. So if you guys listen to this ep- to the episode, uh, the Hocus Pocus episode, I talked all about um, my past with Jackson Rathbone and how it's tied to like my current life that I'm living and I told him all about that and the look on his face was like are you serious that's so amazing I'm so glad that something that I did meant more <laughs> in somebody's life than oh, just like what it was really sweet. and I think at some point he kind of realized who I was because I don't think he knew who I was to start with but like the more I talked to him about stuff and was bringing things up about like our past and stuff our hearts connected I think he started to like put two and two together nice and yeah. Uh, we went back and talked to him a second time, which I didn't want to do because, like, it was just, it was good, but then it was awkward. Like, it started to get awkward because it's, like, this entire portion of his life that he doesn't really, like, talk about anymore. Um, but it was just weird because I'm completely tied to his past, which is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Maria's friend wanted to go meet him again, and I had to go over there, and I was like, this is so weird. <laughs> I just would have gone off and done something. (laughs) But I did take a photo with him. I paid to take a photo. I don't think I had to pay. I shouldn't have had to pay for this photo after everything. Wait, how much does it cost to take a picture with someone? It was $20 to take a a selfie, which was fine. Um, But it was great. Jackson looked amazing. He's come so far in his life. He's got two kids. And he is still as, I'm just going to say, he's still sexy, super sexy. Like, he was so hot. I was like, geez, I can't talk. When we walked over there to go talk to him, I'm like, Maria, I can't do it. She goes, just talk to him. I can't. I was like, I'm sweating. He's too beautiful. I can't talk to him. Katie has a thing about not being able to talk to hot people. I can't. It's so, it's, I don't, I want to say, like, it's so hard to talk to, um, to somebody at work because of that. (laughs) I know talking about because and i just felt like let it go. i spent so much time with him on halloween too but i think now with like the experience that we had on halloween that he's more you're, down to yeah, my level uh, yeah now um but sometimes it's super hard to talk to him because he's just so attractive i'm like i can't talk to hot people like the first time i tried to talk to chris evans i look like an idiot you got to talk to Chris. Evans. Well, he came to he came to Matterhorn, and oh. I was like, <laughs> like an idiot. Anyways, um, I went to the Power Ranger panel, which was super awesome. Um, it was a bunch of the original <laughs> original Power Rangers, and Austin St. John, who plays Jason, did the whole like it's morphin' time thing, and it was like getting t- pulled back to your childhood amazingness and one day I'm going to meet Amy Jo Johnson because Pink Ranger is my idol and one day I'm going to meet her it's going to happen um, and then also randomly met Kel Mitchell who was 
from like Keenan and Kel and then Good Burger and all this stuff. And I told him about how adorable I thought the photo shoot with his daughter was because he posted pictures of him on of like his daughter's photo shoot online. She's just a little baby. And there was a picture of her snuggling in uh, like a crocheted orange soda. And it was the most adorable thing on the planet. So and I told cute. him, I was like, I want to look at that. I was like, these are so cute. I love the photos that you t- like you had taken of your daughter with the orange soda. He goes, oh, thank you. And I'm like, you, I love you. I'm like, Good Burger is one of my favorite movies ever. You're so funny. And he's like, I told him that because of you and like the whole thing, that's why I think of dude as a gender neutral term. Yes. Because everything is dude. And he goes, I'm a dude. He's a dude. He starts singing the song. And I was like, oh, my God. That's so freaking awesome. And I bought, um, he was selling like name tags that said Good Burger on them. It says, I'm Ed. Totally bought one. It's on Michelle's camera strap. And I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. And I was so excited to meet him. I'm like, I freaking love you. (laughs) That is great. I'm so jealous. It was like, when he was just randomly there, I heard him say something. I was like, is that Kel? (laughs) I really wanted to meet the Power Rangers, but I didn't want to wait in line. Oh, and apparently the Black Ranger, Walter, whatever, he was at the Kesha concert. (laughs) So. that's what Kenny said. I was like, whoa. Wait, how did Kenny know? Did he see Kenny was Kenny was in the front row. Oh. Like, front row and center. Kesha told him that she liked his beard, and he, like... His glitter beard? Yeah, and he goes, I'm pretty sure Kesha and I are married now. <laughs> she looked at me, so we're married. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. That's how it works. That's how it works. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, Kesha was ketchup. Weekly Geekery was... LA Comic Con. We didn't do the Halloween skit that we had talked about forever because it just didn't happen. So we're doing it for the holiday party and I was really angry about it on Monday and I had a very intense conversation with somebody about a bunch of different things, which was really exciting. On Halloween, I went out bar hopping with a bunch of dudes, Erwin, Joel, Connor, and Ian, which was super great. Went to some really awesome bars, had some great conversation, drank too much, ate tacos from a taco truck. I was kind of bummed I missed that, but I... They did it super last minute, and I was just going to go home and have pizza with my mom. Well, they they also, like, I was included on that group text, and I was like, guys, I I already, I have... I have something to do. You yeah, and they here. kept and they kept texting on the group message, <laughs> and I loved our group photo though at Four House, which was really funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's everything that I did. I've been working. I've been really exhausted because I did two really long nights. I didn't get home till like two thirty in the morning after Halloween, and then I didn't get home till two in the morning after Kesha. That's why when I texted you on Thursday night at like 9.30, you were like, I'm going to bed. Yep. I was like, I'm out. I took a nap in the nap room between like <laughs> the day of Kesha because I was like, I can't do this, guys. And I just like zonked out for a half hour. It's good. In the nap room. Isn't it great we have a nap room at work? Yes. It's such a stereotype startup. I love it. Yeah. It's so it's great. Fun. Anyway, so that was the super longest like catch up slash talking to Morgan slash we haven't even talked about our main topic yet. It's really oh my great. God. Oops. This could be a long episode <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> Anyways, so as I mentioned before, this week we're going to talk all about fan fiction. Um, so for those of you who don't know, I don't know why you wouldn't know what fan fiction is, um, but fan fiction is fiction about characters or settings from an original work of fiction. There's fiction a lot in this definition. Like it's just. <laughs> Created by fans of the work rather than by its creator. Um, It's a popular form of fan labor, uh, particularly since the advent of the Internet. 
So I looked all this stuff up on Wikipedia. It was very exciting. So according to Wikipedia, fan fiction has been around actually since 1939, which I found very interesting. Um, But the first modern era fan fiction was published in the 1960s, and it was fan fiction that debuted because of Star Trek. And it was in this fanzine called... I don't know how to say this. It's like Spock Spock in... Spockanalia? I don't know. Anlia? Spockanalia. Spockanalia? Spockanalia. Spockanalia. That sounds 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 better. Good job. Spockanalia. Thanks, Morgan. (laughs) Um, So we can thank Star Trek for basically the modernized version of fan fiction. So yeah, Star Trek. Makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, it does, actually. So I didn't get into fan fiction until I joined Tumblr, like back in 2011. Um, I just didn't read fan fiction, dude. It's not, I didn't even know it existed to be honest. And (laughs) so why are you judging me? I get a lot of judgment from like people these days (laughs) about things that I don't watch, whatever. I just like to tease you, man. No, man. What? Anyways. So (laughs) why don't you guys kind of give like a brief overview of how you got into fan fiction? Chelsea can go first. All right. Let me all take you back to when I was 14 years old. That's too far. (laughs) Taking a computer typing class, which I did for about 20 minutes and then proceeded to do nothing but go on the internet for the rest of the two hours. (laughs) Such a good student. Because this is a really long class. Those summer classes usually were were really long. But, uh, yeah, so I would, like, do my typing as fast as I could, and I was like, cool, I got to the level that is, like, necessary, and then I just go on to, like, forums. (laughs) This is, like, where I discovered, like, fandoms and the internet, like, you know, world of fandoms. And I I got real deep into, like, the Gilmore Girls... Uh, forums and everyone kept like posting these links to like fanfiction.net and I was like what is this I don't understand so I clicked on it and then I was like wait so these are like stories of my favorite characters that are like new it's like new episodes but in text I was like freaking out (laughs) (laughs) and I went into a deep black hole of being on the internet as much as possible (laughs) I don't think you just ever to left. read these. No, so, so this was back when, like, the computer that we had at home, or at least the one that I had in my room, it didn't have internet. But my the uh, computer in the living room, I would go in when my mom wasn't home, <laughs> copy and paste as much fan fiction as I could, put it on a floppy disk. <laughs> <laughs> yes, put it on a floppy disk. And then go into my room, which had, like, the old computer where I would put the floppy disk in, and I would sit there and read it on a Word document. (laughs) That's amazing. That is not old school. (laughs) Right? I was crafty. So that's how I did. And then eventually, when I got a smartphone, I was able to just read it in bed all the time. Like, stay up till 2 in the morning. Reading fan fiction. Wait a second. Floppy disks when you were 14? Yeah, the, the, the computer I had in my room was really old. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, wow, that's... I'm trying to think of the last time I used a floppy disk. Uh, it's been a really long time. <laughs> anyway, that's incredible. Yeah, so that was that was great. Um, 
So that's how I got into it. That's all. <laughs> Morgan, how about you? Um, I do not remember how I found fan fiction, but I know uh, I started reading it because I was a huge Harry Potter nerd growing up. Um, I was obsessed with Harry Potter, and it was um, between book uh, four and five. There was that, like, she had been doing them, like, very soon after, like, one after another, and I started reading when the second book came out. So, like, I was like, ah, I got all of them, and then it was, like, the fourth book, and then then it was like, "Ah, I have to wait for so long. So I was, like, dying for more Harry Potter. So... I started reading fan fiction because I just needed that the fix and like exactly. I think like Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them and Quidditch Through the Ages. The little books were coming like yeah. came out and I was like, this is not enough. So yes. <laughs> um, I was on fanfiction.net and uh, and also like I actually really wanted to be a writer when I was younger. So I was like, oh, I want to write. So I wrote fan fiction. And (laughs) that's how I ended up on, like, on the show with you guys because I told, I just, like, dropped that into casual conversation with Katie. And she was like, oh. (laughs) You're like, um, I used to write fan fiction. And I'm like, we've been wanting to do a fan fiction episode forever. (laughs) Yeah, so my, like, my best friend and I were on fanfiction.net. And she was writing about Alias. And I Ooh. was writing about Harry Potter. Um, and, yeah, that's how I got into fan fiction. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Katie, how did you get into fan fiction? Um, actually, Michelle sent me a story. <laughs> sent mm-hmm. me a fan fiction. She's like, you need to read this. And I did. And I've been reading fan fiction ever since. What, but what the, fandom? Uh, it was a supernatural fan fiction. Um, it's on my list of favorite fan fictions I'm going to talk about. Um, but I like that we all have different fandoms. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, it's the only supernatural fan fiction that I've ever read. Really? Because I don't... You don't ship particular no, I, people. I do. I do ship them. Um, however, uh, it's... I don't ship them within the current universe. So, like... I I think it's for me, like the characters do have like that chemistry and you can see it. um, But I don't ship them within the current universe because for me, I feel like it's a little uh, not weird, but like it's not ever going to happen. So Mm -hmm. I don't ship them within the current universe. And that fan fiction is completely AU just with the same names. And it doesn't have anything to do with Supernatural at all. It's just the characters that fit within that um, universe. And uh, I honestly, like, deep down, I kind of hate Michelle for giving me this fan fiction because it's the (laughs) saddest fan fiction I've ever read in my life. And it (laughs) was brutal to the point of, like, the time that she told me to read um, The Fall in Our Stars and didn't tell me what was going to happen. It's brutal like that. Yeah. Just as a preview. Um, but yeah, that's how I got into it. And then I started reading like stories on Tumblr, and Tumblr is also a deep, dark black hole that you can get sucked into if you're not careful. And that happened to me a lot. And I actually haven't been on Tumblr in a long time because it always like the app always fills up my phone, which is stupid. I don't know what's wrong with it, but I deleted yeah. it off my phone, which was sad, a sad day. But my Tumblr uh, profile just turned like six. Oh, wow. Because they sent me an email. They're like, congratulations, your Tumblr profile is six years old. And I'm like, yay. I'm going to sound so <laughs> Luddite right now, but Tumblr has never, like, has just never connected for me in terms of, like, I just don't know how, how it works. It's, it took a while for me to figure out, like, how to navigate it. 
Um, but like once you start following people and then things just sort of pop up on your wall and Mm -hmm. like on your feed and just scrolling and like searching for things. (laughs) And it's the number one way in relation to supernatural where I can find out when like stuff goes down at like conventions or stuff Mm -hmm. like big things have happened with like character, like actors doing dumb things or whatever. And it instantly goes up on Tumblr and Michelle sends me links and she's like, Oh my God, did you see what this thing happened? But (laughs) Tumblr is, it's, you have to be careful with Tumblr because you're either going to be like, oh, cat videos or porn. Like, yeah, that sounds it's about true. like the internet. It right? is. So like, it's like cat videos or porn on on Tumblr. So you have to be really careful. That's my Twitter feed though. Sometimes, so it's like, what? It's, why are it's, you putting porn on your? Because Twitter Because one of my friends owns a porn company. Oh, okay. We've talked about this on this podcast when I went to the <laughs> to the party with the porn stars. Um, but his, I grew up with a porn star. So yeah, or, I grew up with a Playboy bunny. So it's mm. very exciting. This is what you get when you grow up in Southern California. Hey, porn it's true. And Playboy bunnies. Yes. So <laughs> that's pretty much what happened. <laughs> yes. This, this is the most interesting podcast I've ever done. Uh, <laughs> so why do you guys like reading fan fiction? For me, it's like it's an escape. So I mean, like. If I'm just like, if things are just too stressful or things are just like anxious, like just everything's like, I just want to shut out the world. I can go dive into whatever world I prefer, you know, like I can just focus on characters that I like. Um, It's something easy to dive into because you're not having to like learn new characters. Like with the book, you have to sit there and kind of learn new characters, learn new setting, start building that in your mind. But with fan fiction, it's like you immediately know everyone well, you know, the world you know, you know, you could just sink right into it. So that's why I like it. I agree. Um, uh, I like that ease of like connecting with it because you're already you already have a frame of reference. Yes. Um, and the, yeah, I think like sometimes you just you just need a fix. Yes. Um, <laughs> like I, I need like for me, it was like I need Harry Potter. Right. Right. Um, I just yeah. need to hang out with my friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like. I think I've come to, like, fan fiction a lot because, say, if, like, something's happening in the story, like, specifically in relation to, like, Arrow, like, after Felicity and Oliver broke up, which made me really angry, and you could just go to fan fiction, and in that world, they never broke up. Exactly. Because somebody will write a story that being, like, you know, Oliver was stupid, and he actually just came back and followed her, like, back to her apartment to tell her that he was wrong, and everything's hunky-dory. So with the fan fiction world, anything is possible. So Yes. And you can also, not only you get the characters that you like being together, but you also have the potential of getting characters that you didn't know that needed to be together <laughs> are together. Yes. So, which we will talk about when we get to that question. <laughs> oh, uh, yes. Oh, my God, yeah. Because I think we all have, like, one of those ships that's not, that's non-existent, that's not real, like, in the frame of reference of the story. Um, so, did you guys ever read fan fiction on Live Journal when that was a thing? Yes and no. Like, if someone posted in, like, the forums way back in the day, mm-hmm. yeah. I would read it, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't like sit and search for fan fiction on live journal. I found it a bit too confusing, the format in the same way that I find yeah. Reddit, Reddit confusing. Oh my God. I, hate, I don't I know. Reddit. I don't, Reddit. That's, an, that's another internet thing that it's, I'm just yeah. like, it just, just hasn't connected for it's me. A, it's a learning <laughs> curve. Like I'm not good at Reddit. That's why I, I'm glad we joined the network because they're really great at Reddit and they just post yeah. our podcasts on Reddit <laughs> for us. 
Well, I post it, but I that's all oh, you I do. do. I, you I do post that, right? it, and then I'm like, okay, done. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I try to interact. But, yeah, live journal, I don't know. I just never got into it. It... Like, LiveJournal was the place where people were writing fanfiction before fanfiction.net existed, I think. Really? Yes. Yeah. I think it was, yeah. It or was just, like a place. Or just websites. Or just mm-hmm. websites in general, like forums. Because like, you keep talking about forums, so, like, people were writing on forums and, like, yeah. uh, chat rooms and things like that. And LiveJournal was sort of, like, that place for uh, where a lot of people like started posting fan fiction first because one of my fan fictions that is like when you google it that's the first link that comes up oh. is her link on live journal because that's where she mm-hmm. wrote it first and then it got posted on like multiple different places like tumblr yeah. it's on tumblr it's on fanfiction.net it's on scarves and coffee it's on you know archive yeah. our own and like all these different fan fiction locations i yes. actually read fan fiction first on fanfiction.net and then found there's one specific one that i read on live journal okay uh, but which i'll talk about later when i talk about favorite fanfics but um i think it makes sense that live journal was a place where people started writing because it's a journal place, it's a journal right? place so. mm-hmm. and people needed a place to express themselves whether it was about fiction or life i had a live yes. journal. i did not have a live journal oh, man, I, I, I did but i didn't that. use it I remember one of them. Oh, my God. I'm going to go look that up. I'm going to look that up later. I'm not going to share with you because I'm sure it's embarrassing. So <laughs> You're like, I'm going to go read my own live journal. It's going to be great. Um, so you said you wrote. I've never written fan fiction. Chelsea, did you ever write fan fiction? You did? Yes. Oh, my yes. God. Okay. Um, I will provide a link for that in the show notes. Oh, my God. I did, was it Gilmore Girls? No, actually, it was X Files. Of course, um, it was. I really did try to write Gilmore Girls fan fiction, but I was too—I think I was t- too young to like have it. I don't know. I just couldn't work it out how to like. I hadn't learned how to write in that style yet, mm-hmm. you know. And then once I kind of got a little bit older, I was like in the later part of high school, and I just did it. I wrote it in my journal, like in my diary. And then I was like, oh, you know what? This is pretty good. I think if I, like, edit it, you know, I can post it. And I did. And I got, like, there's one story I have that has 12 chapters that has 66 reviews. Oh, dang. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably terrible. I haven't read it in, like, like five, six years. I don't know. So it could be awful, but. Whatever. A lot of people said it was good. That's great. (laughs) So if you like Mulder and Scully. (laughs) (laughs) And then you wrote... I wrote Harry Potter fan fiction. Um, I recently dug... Actually, because we started talking about fan fiction, I went and dug up my fanfiction.net profile and reread them. Um, and I was... Uh, you know, Considering I was, like, 14 when I wrote them, I was I was pretty stoked at the... at Like, I was like, oh, okay, this isn't the worst thing I've ever read. So that was good. But <laughs> That's hey. good. Um, I only published two stories on fanfiction.net, but... Uh, when I was moving, I found all of my writing notebooks, and they are just full of <laughs> Harry Potter fan fiction. And it, That's it's amazing. Just, like, pages and pages. And like, I was like, why didn't I ever like publish any of this? And then I read it, and I was like, oh, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> what ship? Um, I was a uh, the the two that I published were well. One was Ron Hermione, 
obviously. Um, <laughs> but I was of a huge, and I guess I was always a big fan of those two. Um, so I was very upset when J.K. Rowling was like, oh, well, actually, like, Hermione shouldn't have ended up with Ron. I was like, yes, she should have, and she did, and that was right, and that is canon, so you can't take it back now, lady. <laughs> That's true. Um, That's true. <laughs> um, and then the other one actually was not a ship. It was just a single chapter like, single short story, I guess, and it was about uh, Harry and Ginny, but I never wanted them to end up romantically together. Um, oh, okay. I thought it was, it was like, too convenient, so, but it was oh. just about them kind of relating um, after Harry dealt with um, everything in Goblet of Fire, like, and Cedric oh, okay. and stuff like that, um, and... Uh, Ginny has a past that's a little dark too, right? Because she went through everything in the Chamber of Secrets. So, like, it was them connecting on a level that's not just like, oh, you're my best friend, or you're my brother's best friend and this hero, and I had a crush on you. It's like she moves past that, and like, it's just kind of like, hey man, I've been through shit too. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, like, I, it's, you know, it's okay to feel your feelings and to feel like that. feel the feels mm-hmm. yes so. nice and I actually sent Katie a link to this I don't know if you read I haven't I haven't read them yet oh, I God. need to dig I need to dig back in our slack message to find it because it got it gets buried because you talked we talk we all talk the time we talk a lot um, I'll find it though because I really want to read them um so is there a particular type of like fan fiction you prefer to read do you like the fluffy cutie kind do you like this the stuff that's mature audiences only <laughs> and then hey, all that hey, don't judge hey i'm not if you look at half the fan fictions i put on my list most of them include sex all right of some yeah. sort in my i think for me it totally depends like on the mood i'm in like if i'm gonna sit down and read like a big long story i would prefer for it to just be like just like romantic fluffy whatever um if it has like a few like smutty bits here and there like that's fine but like i don't want to just read smut for like an hour <laughs> like that's just it's <laughs> just a lot you're like uh, i don't want to read 12 chapters of nothing but smut and it's yeah. just like this and is intense exactly so but i mean there's the time and the place for mature stuff you know <laughs> yes mm-hmm. i agree with everything you just said like generally fluff yeah. but you know sometimes smutty stuff is nice and oh my god when i was 14 that those mature right? stories were like oh my god exactly <laughs> i was like oh my gosh all this is just on the internet what i don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god bless i love it okay uh, i read all of it so to me it doesn't matter um, yes. But yeah, there's a time and a place. Like, you're not going to be sitting there reading smutty fan fiction while you're, like, hanging out with, like, your mom or something. It's weird. No. Um, but yeah, it's great. All fan fiction. <laughs> uh, well, not all. Some fan fiction's a little, it's a little crazy. Yes. Dark side of the internet. <laughs> um, anyways, so do you guys like reading AU or fan fiction that's, like, canon that kind of, like, sticks within the same storyline kind of thing? Or does it matter? Uh, I like both, but looking back at my list, a lot of the ones that I tend to remember or like stick with me are the AUs. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but like I probably read more of the ones that go in line with the story or the show. You know, like I like the majority of the ones that I read are, are quote unquote canon, but not canon. Uh, but I like AU. I think I like AU more because it's like very different and can, people can get a little bit more creative mm-hmm. and kind of build a world on their own, but at the same time using characters that you love. So I'm the opposite. I oh <laughs> read almost. I mean, I know I, I, I understand why you uh, appreciate AU um, I never got into AU stuff at oh, all. Oh, really? I, like, I mean, I'll do, it's always, yeah, in the canon. I mean, I, I definitely read a lot of stuff that was, like, young marauders. Um, so, Looney, Wormdale, Badfoot, and Prongs. But, um, I still can, I guess I'd consider that still, like, in, uh, in line with the work of fiction. I just, like, I think it maybe had to do with what I was just finding, but... Um, That's possible. I always wanted to, like, well, I was so obsessed with Hogwarts. I just wanted to be in Hogwarts with all the people that I was so into, I guess. Yeah. In the world that yeah. I knew. Yeah. So. No, I agree. I love Harry Potter so much. As yeah, you can clearly your, tell. Your shelf. By all of the Harry Potter crap that I own. <laughs> um, but it's not crap to me. It's, it's not crap. I love it. Anyway, yeah, she walked in my room. She's just like, oh, my God. <laughs> In an amazed way. In an amazed way. Oh my god. (laughs) We go to a lot of conventions. We pick up a lot of merch. It happens. (laughs) Uh, Not even like, there's a whole stack of stuff over there on the floor that kept, I have nowhere to hang it. And I spent $140 in prints while I was at LA Comic Con. (laughs) Oh my god. And I've got nowhere to put it. Oh my god. You're going to open up a gallery when you get your own place. More walls. When I have my own house, my whole house is going to be filled with art prints. I like Um, it. You could have different rooms for different fandoms. Yes. 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 That is the goal. Or a different wall with a different fandom. That's That's true. There's not enough rooms. Not enough rooms. Like we have. This is our X-Files wall. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Um, so I, see, I thought I read more stuff that was canon, but a lot of times, like, I read stories where they take, like, one small thing that happens in the show or book or movie or whatever, and then they create, like, this whole other universe for it. So it's, like, Mm. it's still kind of in line with the story, but it's, like, it's branched off of something from the story that was told. Because there's, like, a Doctor Who one that I have on here and a... And an arrow one that took one small like aspect and then created a whole story around it. So well, Doctor good. Who makes a, is, I feel like it's really easy to go. Oh for yeah, Doctor Who. Doctor oh, yeah. How did I not mention that as one of my fandoms? I don't know. Oh, wow, she's obsessed with Doctor Who as Fail. well. Nice. Yeah. Um. So, have you ever read any stories with a ship that isn't canon? Uh, I know Chelsea has, so look at her face. The face is amazing. <laughs> yes. Yes. The, the, the fandom that I follow currently, or, or the, the ship that I follow currently, is, yeah, definitely not in the canon. Super cat. Super cat. I, in my notes, I literally put in all caps, super cat. <laughs> Which is yes. uh, Supergirl and Cat Grant. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. I could explain later, but yeah. Yes. But Super Cat is <laughs> yeah, not no, a, canon okay. fic- a canon ship, unfortunately. Like, it kind of happened on accident. 
like I went on Tumblr to see who the main ship was, like who everyone was shipping and everyone was shipping them. And I was like, okay, I see it. And then I just got lost in a black hole of Tumblr. (laughs) (laughs) It happens to come up for air. I'll never go back. Nope. Nope. How about Um, you guys? Do you have one? Yes, it's the same one you have. Oh from yes. Harry well, I have a few actually, but yeah. But the one that the, my main one from Harry Potter is yeah. definitely that one. Fred Hermione. Yeah, Fred <laughs> Weasley and Hermione Granger, or Hermione. That's what their ship name is. <laughs> yeah, it's a non a one hundred percent non-existent. Like, yeah. Oh, well, so it's very sad. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was like I didn't know it existed at all until I was on Tumblr of all places, and I was reading some stories and somebody had written a fan fiction about Fred and Hermione. And I was like, what? And apparently it's all based off of this like cut scene, like from the movie, uh, where, when Hermione is at, um, is at wizard, or uh, Weasley wizard wheezes. And they're looking at the, her and Ginny are looking at the love potions. And apparently like Hermione's looking at it. And like Fred comes up to her and says, don't worry, you don't need it. Or something like that. Something along those lines. There was, like, some sort of scene. It was either in the book, in the movie, something that got cut or whatever. And all of a sudden, people just latched onto this, like, one moment and created this entire ship and universe, like, outside of it. That happens. I feel like I read... So, there's a specific fan fiction that I can remember of them getting together. And um, uh, it was before that before that book came out so there was something in the underbellies There's but I don't it probably something. didn't explode um uh but I I don't know why that one stuck with me. it was something like like she eventually like gets pregnant with his baby to like craving the same ice cream flavors that his I don't I don't know why I remember that <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, it's the a weird ship details. that will like never happen, yeah, and it's so like. Sad. But it, I got I got sucked into this black hole of Hermione fan fiction for a while, and I was just like searching it everywhere on on Tumblr and on fanfiction.net, archive so, our own. It was just ridiculous. Do people write that? If the people who are writing like Fred Hermione stuff now, are they writing like AU stuff where like he you know like is still around or it's, like. It, are, like, are they doing it in the time frame that he is, uh, like, alive? alive? I think some of the ones that I've read have either been that he didn't die during mm. the uh, Battle of Hogwarts. Oh, spoilers for Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> it's he been didn't out die. a while. Yeah. <laughs> Snape kills Dumbledore. <laughs> Joel, don't listen to this. Oh, my God. Has Joel not read Harry Potter? No. Oh, we are not friends anymore. <laughs> Don't worry, don't worry. Sorry, it's time. We're gonna, gonna we're gonna fix it. We're gonna fix. I know the spikes of like on the recording just like went crazy. It's very upsetting. Um, Joel hasn't done a lot of pop culture stuff. Okay, we're gonna we're working on it. Weirdo. Anyways, so it just like it, it, some of it takes place of like as if he didn't die, and then other ones take place as if like in the same like in the past. Okay. Uh, so like. You know, her liking him and then, like, he's still working at the shop and, like, different things. I didn't put any specific ones on my list because I can't. None of them, like, stuck out to me a lot. And I also read a lot. 
Yeah. It was really weird going through, like, they also, fanfiction.net should have, like, a previously, like, history. Oh, my God. Like, your history. Yes. That would have made this, prepping for this so much easier. It would have been, so you could yes. just go in your history and be like, oh, I did read this story. Because, like, if you don't log in, you can't save it. And exactly. Lord knows that I forget my password frequently. Yeah, I had to, like, search general things, and then I was like, I know it was, like, a it was a super popular one, so I, like, went into, like, the highest rated, and then that's how I found a lot of mine. I had to charge. I have a Nook from um, from Barnes & Noble, and I had to charge it, and I haven't charged that thing in, like, four years because all of my fan fiction stories were in PDF or book version on there. Hmm. So I had to go on there to find Remember the Titles of some of them. Anyways, nice. so the the most important question that we've been waiting to get to is talking. Wait, wait, wait. I have other oh, wait. ships I want to talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, your other ship. Sorry. Um, uh, Ginny Draco was what? like all up in my, which makes no sense. I'm going to talk about one of them when I talk about favorite fanfics, but uh, that was one. That, Ginny Draco, really? Yeah. And also Remus Sirius was kind of like oh. a. Um, and then I had one that was Ginny Oliver Wood that I really liked. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Oliver Wood was like number one beau from Harry Potter. Oh my god, that actor! Whatever he, happened to him? Uh, Sean Biggerstaff. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> last name. He's still around. Like he's on. He? He's on. Uh, I follow I'm sure him he's on alive. Twitter. Yeah, no, I follow him on Twitter. I'm like Sean Biggerstaff. I love you. Like oh, Oliver me. Wood. When you first see him, she's like. uh when McGonagall comes in to get him, she's like, uh, I need to borrow wood. And I'm like, yes, you do. <laughs> oh Hello. My gosh. I feel like, like, uh, like the, the 13-year-old boy in my head is like, he, he, his last name is Wood. And the move in the <laughs> and book real. and his real name is Bigger Staff. That goes really well together. <laughs> uh, 13-year-old boy that I have in my head is like, he, 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 he. Yes, <laughs> yes. A hundred percent. When I learned what his real, the actor's real name was, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> Sean Biggerstaff, if you listen to this, if you listen to this podcast, we love you. You call us. We'll, we we want to have you on the show. <laughs> Anyways. Oh okay. Gosh. So. <laughs> anyway. Um, so I like, obviously like all of us have picked our favorites and to talk about them. So I have a list. I tried to not pick very many, but it's also hard. Yeah, I'm going to probably only go like in depth about two of them. But I figure what I'll do is I'll give you my list and then you yeah. can put it in the show notes and then people can go creep over there and look at our fanfics. And I think, yeah, I think I'll do the same. I'll talk about two, three in depth and then just mention like the other one. Yeah. The other couple that I have on here. Yeah. I okay. have, I have a, a, well, I have a few. Okay. But, but only one of them I have ton like, lots to say about. Okay. I'll keep it. Um, yeah, I'll keep it. Ooh. I think I'm going to go first so I can just talk really fast about cool. this stuff. Okay. So my first one is Twist and Shout, which is a Supernatural AU mature fan fiction. And the ship for that one is Destiel. So it's Dean and Castiel. It's the only supernatural fan fiction that I've actually read. The story is by Gabriel and Stand By Me. Um, it was completed in 2012. It's 12 chapters or something. Um, so the summary of the story is, says, what begins as a transforming love, uh, love between Dean Winchester and Castiel Novak in the summer of 1965 quickly derails into something far more tumultuous uh, when Dean is drafted in the Vietnam War. You can already tell that this is an intense... <laughs> 
yes. fan fiction. Um, through the two, both voice their relationship is one where saying goodbye is never a is never a real truth, their story becomes fraught with the tragedy of circumstance. Twist and Shout is a story of love transcending time, returning over and over in its many forms, as faithful as the sea. So this story is very good. It was very well written. It is sad AF. Like, it, it's very, very well written. It's completely AU, so it has nothing to do with the supernatural fandom, except for the part where it's Dean Winchester and Castiel Novak. Um, it's actually been read by Misha Collins because there was a day where I was at Supernatural Convention and there's a scene where Castiel, like in this story, Castiel is obsessed with Elvis and Dean says the line, Elvis, he goes, oh, I can dig Elvis is what he says. And at the convention, there was a girl dressed up as a Elvis mashed Castiel costume. And Misha Collins looked at her and he was like, oh, Elvis Castiel. And he goes, I can dig Elvis. And the entire room lost its mind. <laughs> Excellent. And yeah, so this is a very good story of people like Destiel is a very controversial ship. People either love it or hate it. And this doesn't take place within the universe, so I feel like if you're kind of on the fence about Destiel, you could give it a ship, like give it a chance. Um, My next one is Little Numbers, which is by far my favorite fan fiction of all time. Out of every fan fiction I've ever read, I've read this one the most. I've read it innumerable times over and over and over again because I love it so much. It's a story by I Know It Ain't Easy. It was originally posted on Live Journal, but it's available pretty much everywhere, including on Scarves and Coffee, which is the Kurt and Blaine fan fiction dedicated website, which yes. I love. That's awesome. And so this came out, this was published in May of 2012. It's a Glee AU, like PG 13 fan fiction with the Clane ship, so Kurt and Blaine. Um, basically what happens in this story is that Blaine sends a text message to the wrong number by accident and this progresses from there. That's literally the description that I was given for this. But in all, so Blaine is going to NYU studying music and Kurt goes to a a fashion school in New York also. They've never met, um, even though they lived in adjacent towns in Ohio. Um, And the entire story is written in text message format. So it's like text with time and stuff. And then there's also phone calls and it switches between colors so that you know who is talking when they do phone calls and things like that. But this person went so in depth with this story that the author also provides like SoundCloud videos and clips like music clips that go along with what's happening in the story, as well as pictures to help the reader like both hear and visualize what is happening in the story. And it is very beautifully written. The entire cast of Glee has read this story. Really? There are tr- people made trailers, like movie trailers for it, like yes. as if it would be real. And it is incredibly well written. Like people printed it and had it bound like a real book kind of stuff. Like this fan fiction is so freaking good. If you like Glee and you like Kurt and Blaine, this is definitely like the story that you should read. 100%. Um... I don't even know how many times I've read it. <laughs> um, actually, this is the story that helped me find my favorite piano classical music. Which is? Uh, it's uh, one song. It's called I Journey by, um, oh my God, I always forget who sings it or plays it, not sings it. I will find it. Thornio. The piano sings it. Yeah, the piano sings it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
it's like it's this person, Ludovic uh, Anadi. Yeah, Anadi. It's beautiful, and in the story, Blaine plays it for Kurt, and it is Aww. gorgeous. It is my favorite, like, piano song. Nice. I asked somebody to learn it on the piano, and I think he did. But I nice. think he's gonna play it for me. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so that I think I said to talk about. There's another story called Where There's Smoke, which is also an AU Kurt and Blaine fan fiction. Uh, Blaine is a fireman. Ooh. And it is the best story ever. <laughs> I'll put it in the notes so people can hear about it. But the last one that I kind of want to go in depth on is because it's ongoing right now. Um, it's called Cotton Rapture. It's by Bindi417. Uh, it's on fanfiction.net. It started, it got published first in September of 2016, and it's still going. Like, she just posted another chapter the other day, and I'm really excited about it because I haven't read it yet. Um, It's an Arrow AU, like, mature fan fiction, so it's an Olicity fan Mm -hmm. fiction. This one is the one that I was talking about where they took a certain aspect of, like, a show and then just went off on its own. So, being the daughter of a ruthless and notorious crime lord, Felicity Smoke didn't think her life could get any worse when her father unexpectedly sells her in marriage as a peace offering to his enemy. She quickly learns it'll take more than just her sharp intellect to survive, but what starts out as a sentence worse than death uh, may actually be her own shot at freedom. So, Oliver is actually Wraith al Ghul, so the heir to... Raz al Ghul's throne or whatever and he lives in Nanda Parbat and Felicity's dad is Damien Dark and he basically forces her into an arranged marriage with Oliver and it's actually an incredibly well put together story because it's Felicity sort of like I don't want to be part of this I don't like you to growing as they get to know each other I love that trope it's so good I love it it's such a good story, and it's still going, and I get really excited every day when I get, like, every time I get an email from fanfiction.net, it's like, oh, somebody posted a new attractor, and I'm like, yes, I should be yes. working, but I'm reading this fanfiction. Is that what you're doing during No, no, it's not. You're like, no, I'm just checking Slack. I'm checking oh, Slack what? on my phone. Oh, is that sex? Like, what is happening? I had to remove Facebook from my phone so that I didn't uh, yeah. don't look at Facebook I need to I'm do that. Work, so... Um, okay, the last one that I'm going to mention, which is also an ongoing fan fiction, it's called The Choice. It's a Doctor Who. I gotta say, that sounds a lot like a Nicholas Sparks title. Is yes. It, it, it is, is, actually. Well, it is, it is, <gasps> it is. Um, yes. <laughs> but this is, uh, the story was written by Last Incurable Romantic, and it's an ongoing fan fiction on fanfiction.net, Doctor Who AU. It's mature. And the characters in this story are the Ninth Doctor and Rose Tyler, which is the ship they're pushing for this one. And it also has the Tenth Doctor and Mickey Smith. I'm just going to read the description because it's very good. It says, after Girl in the Fireplace takes place, the TARDIS brings the Doctor, Rose, and Mickey back to Earth to solve an emergency involving the TARDIS herself. But when they see a familiar face, the face of someone who should not exist, they realize the crisis is much deeper than they thought and is one that could endanger the Doctor's very existence. So it's like the ninth Doctor is there but doesn't know he's the Doctor. He, oh. His name is John Smith, and he's a mechanic. Oh. And uh, But it's very much the like the way that Rose reacts to when, he, when the Tenth Doctor takes off with the girl the girl in the fireplace and how she feels the way he treated her and how her relationship with nine was so much better than it was with 10 because 10 was such a flirt 
I bet she's in love with the doctor. It's a very good story because he doesn't know who he is and she knows who he is. And it's very, it's very good. Very ongoing. Very wonderful. Anyways, they just posted, she just posted a new chapter too because I also got an email for that. It's a very long story. It's like 34 <laughs> chapters or something at this point. <laughs> nice. Oh my God. Okay. Was there an episode kind of, I mean, not. Uh, with the 10th Doctor, where he forgets who he is? Yeah, it's the one where he uses the, like, um, it's his, like, his, uh, everything's in the pocket watch. Yeah. Yeah, it's basically the same premise, is that everything is within the pocket watch, however, the pocket watch is stuck inside the his TARDIS, and they can't get into it, because the TARDIS is sick. Nice. Oh. Yeah, it's a very good story. So I'm done talking about my fan fictions, even though I could go for days, but... This episode is super long. So who's next? Yes. Morgan. Morgan. Oh, okay. Um uh so I was like digging up my the fan fiction I really liked and um uh there are a few things that like stood out to me. Um the first one is the shoebox project. Um which is I have the description here. Um it's basically a uh there are two authors. Um named uh, Lady Jada and Rave, and this was uh, a fanfic that I read on LiveJournal, actually. Oh! Um, so they did all of it on LiveJournal, and it was written starting in uh, uh, 2004. Um, and then, basically, it was, like, a... It was supposed to be, like, the premise is it's, like, a shoebox under Remus Lupin's bed, um, and it's got all these letters that, uh, like... Remus and Sirius and James and Peter uh, write to each other over the summer and stuff like that. Um, but then there's also things like um, photos and drawings and they have like notes that they pass back and forth and like so it's like partially like these uh, letters and partially these like you know pictures and then they also have just like um, in between those they have like actual chapters of like writing and stuff like that. But obviously this is set when uh, Remus and Sirius and James and Peter were all, and Lily were back in, and I guess Snape, were all in, in Hogwarts as students. Um, and it's uh, definitely, like, Sirius Remus ship, but, like, there's a lot of it that's just about their friendship. Aww. So it's really nice. Um, but I, um, uh, one, I really liked that story, but then I discovered when I was going looking for it that um, the live journal got hacked, and someone just was... A, in a really awful person and deleted everything, but because um, one of the authors had, or someone had, like, just saved everything, just kind of just because, um, they were able to make them into PDFs, so I found them as PDFs, and I started rereading everything, and it was great. Oh, nice. Um, but it was, um, I really enjoyed reading it, because that was the first time I, I read a, a fic that was, like, uh, more than just writing, so, like, having the images there and stuff like that, and they put so much effort into the, draw like, I don't remember which one of them was drawing the pictures, but they were, they were really, really good. So um, I really liked that a lot. And um, I actually really got into that community, and I made, I made like, a few friends oh. um, to the point where, like, one of them uh, actually had a small world moment. I became, like, like kind of good friends with this person via, like, I don't remember what we were using to chat online. And she shared a picture of her girlfriend, and I was like, I know that girl. <laughs> <laughs> it was like one of like someone I've like basically known her whole life. Like she's a family like a family friend. So, That's so random. Um, so I was like, oh hey. So like I that was the first time I like met someone from the internet via fandom. 
Um, so like, cause like they ended, I ended up meeting her through that family friend and now we're still, we're still friends on Facebook and like we chat like, periodically and like there was another woman that was, um, in the, like people like in the, in the, um, the fandom who lived in Australia who like came to LA and then my friend Lee was like, Hey, do you want to, do you want to meet her? And I was like, I have work. I can't, but it was like, this, like I don't know, but it was, uh, it was just kind of like a. I think that fandom is extra special to me because like not only because like uh, I yeah. thought it was really well done but also because like I I really got into the the group so that was fun. Yeah. Um so yeah that was that was like one that really stood out to me. Um highly recommend the Shoebox project. I'll give you the link for the yes. show notes. Yes. Um and then there was this one author that I loved. Okay. Um on fanfiction.net her name is Re Marzano, and I went looking for her, and she has deleted every single fanfic off <gasps> her profile. And Rude. I was like, I Googled her, and it was just like everywhere, just no writing. But I remember there was specifically the Yellow Brawley Rebellion, which was about, um, which was a Ginny Draco story, um, where like Draco, I mean, Draco's like a, uh, you know, like rich punk, and he like runs into Ginny, <laughs> and it's like, I know who you are, and is like an, a dick to her, and then she, uh, um, they somehow fall in love. Um, I just remember she has a yellow umbrella. That's why it's called the Yellow Brawley Rebellion. Um, but uh, she wrote all of these stories that were like, um, you know, like they were like short stories, not too many chapters, whatever. But they would be like, um, and then there were some that were longer, but then they were all named like entropy or enthalpy or like stuff like that. And it was just about like chemistry and stuff like that, like between people. And there was, a, I think she actually is the one who wrote the Ginny Oliver Wood one that I really like, but I can't check because she deleted everything. Um, Jerk. but it was, it was like, <laughs> I don't know what it was about this woman. Like there was some, like, I just remember so many like random tidbits from her writing, like, um, in one of them, like, Ginny goes to visit Bill in Egypt, and Charlie's there, too. Or no, maybe they're in Romania visiting Charlie and the Dragons. I don't know. I don't remember. But I do remember that they have dinner, and she orders something called Corinthian Wabash. And I was like, what is that? And I sent her a message specifically asking what that was. And she was like, oh, I made it up. That's the name of, like, a river near me. <laughs> or the, the Wabash is like a, a river. <laughs> like, but it's like, why? I don't know what it was about her. Like, I mean, I thought her writing was really good. But there was something about her fix that I was so just like caught by. And I still remember them over a decade later, like maybe 15 years later for some of these stories. And like, I just, I think that's um, so upsetting that she deleted everything. Yeah, it was really sad. I wanted yeah. to read that stuff. And if she ever hears this, she's going to be like, wow, this girl is a little uh, obsessed. But your fine. writing was great, Reemers, I know. And I'm sad it's gone. I didn't know that the Ginny Draco ship was something that I might need in my life. Oh my so god, it's huge! I, I know I've never like I've known about like Dreary, <laughs> which was like Harry and Draco. Oh yeah, I read a few. Of but those. I needed. Um, I didn't know that I needed Ginny Draco fan fiction, so I think I, I wish I could send you the Yellow Brawley Rebellion. No, I wish I could hear I'm sure that, like read other that good one. Stuff. But it's something. I mean, there's something I'm gonna very look appealing about like one, he's the bad boy, but then also it's like you know like good versus evil stuff. You know, people oh and like God. oh, he's a like reformed like bad guy and stuff. You know, so <laughs> and of course when I was reading all of this, this like you know he had not become a Death Eater. He you know had not like he was just like the like kind of like punk kid. 
at school who comes from a family <laughs> that's total snobs, but, like, maybe he's actually a good guy, like, deep down, and you can, I don't know. In a lot of them, he's really um, not nice, though, and then he becomes, the, I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my God. So those are some highlights trope. of, <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> those are, uh, those are some, some standouts for me. It was, but I wish, I wish fanfiction.net had, like, I could have, like, a history of things I've Oh, I know. Because... We should tell um, them. Pass also, this podcast on. Be like, <laughs> look, fanfiction.net, you should have a history section. I also had a few that I read for, um, uh, I mean, I was mostly in Harry Potter, really, but yeah. um, I read a few from Alias, and I, because my best friend was writing in that, that area, uh-huh. so I read hers, and then I read some other things, um, because... Um, Aliens is a great show. Um, but also, I really liked, uh, if you guys know who Tamara Pierce is, she wrote this, um, she writes all these books with, like, female uh, leads who are, like, strong women, um, who, like... Sounds right up my alley. Yeah, yeah, so I will. <laughs> um, but uh, she, her first, uh, her first uh, s- a series of books is about this woman named Alana who, like, hides that she's a, um, a girl and goes to become a knight. Uh, and, uh, it's all about her become, you know, like becoming a knight and then how, like when it's revealed that she's a woman and there's like magic and stuff like that. It's great. Um, but I read some fix in that area too, but I couldn't find them. Oh man. (laughs) Aw. (laughs) I just, I love that. Like, like I've read Captain America, um, Peggy Carter fan fiction because like nothing ever happened beyond like just the kiss or whatever. So, like, yeah. I've read that. I've read... I actually read um, some Pride and Prejudice and Zombies fan fiction that went Ooh. beyond, like, their wedding at the end. So, like, where they got married, and then there was stuff beyond that. So I've read Pride and Prejudice fan fiction because I'm obsessed with Elizabeth Bennett and Mr. Darcy. Mm, Mr. Darcy. <laughs> I have, like, a whole shelf of books. Like, some of those books that are published are straight-up fan fiction. I'm telling like, Mr. Darcy's Diary, that is 100% fan fiction. Yes. <laughs> that was published. Um, but yeah, so Chelsea, what All right. are yours? So I'll very quickly go over mine, but I'll go into depth into like just two of them. The fandoms that I mostly read fan fiction in were Gilmore Girls, Bones, X-Files, Castle, and then Supergirl. But I could not find any like Bones fan fiction that stuck out to me. Like, with the other fandoms, there was always, like, one or two that I was like, oh, yes, that one. Like, you know, there's always one that's, like, really sticks out in your mind. So for Gilmore Girls, the first one that I'll go in depth on is um, Presenting Lucas Danes, which I've actually sent to you, Katie. You sent me this one, yeah. (laughs) So it goes with the episode Presenting Lorelai Gilmore, where Rory comes out in the debutante ball, and... You know, in that episode, they call up Christopher and Christopher is able to come and take her uh, to the debutante ball. But in this fan fiction, Christopher is a terrible father. And then Luke takes Rory to the debutante ball. And I'm all about that. Oh, yeah, this is. Yeah. Gilmore Girls, Luke and Lorelai. Forgot to say that at the beginning. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) but yeah, so it's that's where like they're that spark happens of when they start to kind of like look at each other in a different way and then they become romantic. And, um, this one is rated, uh, T, which is like just the step below the mature, you know, uh, it is 
technically not complete, which is unfortunate because I think the last time it was updated was like 2013. Oh no. Or maybe even 2011. Um, there are 50 chapters and it is... Oh my god! (laughs) Most of these have... Most of the ones I have are like 50 chapters. (laughs) Girlfriend. I know. That is, Uh, um, that is dedication on your part as well as the author's. Yes. Yes. I I like to read long stories just because I could sit there for an hour and just keep going. But uh, yeah. Uh, the second one is actually one of my favorite authors from this fandom. It's called Written in the Stars. And it's by the author. Oh, it's the same author as the last one, actually. It's Gilmore Girl 1979. <laughs> you know, classic URL from back then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is also uh, 50 chapters, and it actually has a sequel, but the sequel is not complete. But um, And this is what if Luke and Lorelai hooked up when they first met. So this is when, like, Rory was a kid, and they start dating, like, from the beginning. Like, when when she, she gives him the horoscope, like, that moment? Yes. Oh, my God, that would have been so perfect. Uh. I can't wait to and, read this. <laughs> and, and like when, uh, when you know how uh, Christopher and Luke fight at the uh, in the hundredth episode at Emily and Richard's Val renewal, and he says like, "Where were you when she was sick and she would only eat like mashed potatoes?" There's like a whole thing where he like makes her the mashed potatoes, and you're just like, "Wow, this is so cute! Why did you not send me this one?" <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't remember it until I looked it up. That's so beautiful. (laughs) So the next one is uh, an X-Files fanfic. And the only reason why I picked this one is because this was one that I, like, kept up with. Like, every time they posted, I would read it. Um, It's a AU where it's X-Files, Mulder and Scully. And Scully is a high school senior. And Mulder is her, like, AP psych teacher. It's very, like, Ezra, Arya from Free Little Life. <laughs> I read a Glee fan fiction that's very, like, teacher-this-teacher-student relationship, which is, like, totally bad. But continue. Yeah, it's it's totally bad, but, like, we, we, we ship it. It's fan fiction. It's not the worst thing that's out there. <laughs> it was consensual. Um, it's weird. Let, well, let's and just they keep going. Let's Never mind. Let's just keep going. They're not, it's not, they're not real. inappropriate. They're not inappropriate oh, okay. at all. It's, yeah. it's a rated T, you know, fanfic. Not complete, but it was 37 chapters for what they wrote. So then, then we go into the Castle fandom where uh, this was like the, the fanfic that everyone in the fandom knew. Like, people wouldn't even call it by its original name. They would just go like, oh, have you read, like, OFI? It's called Of Finding Innocence. Um, It's written by the writer, fanfic writer, GHC. Um, And it says, when Kate Beckett went to get her book signed by Richard Castle, she never imagined that she'd end up meeting his daughter, much less offering to babysit for the afternoon. So it's technically an AU because she meets him when his daughter is like a little kid and their relationship starts from there and la la la. It's 41 chapters. (laughs) Like I said, I like the long ones. (laughs) It's fine. And then the last one I have, which is like the one that I've talked to you about probably, Katie, that I'm like super obsessed with right now and it just ended and my heart is broken. (laughs) Oh no. It's from the Supergirl fandom. It's from 
it's between Supergirl and Cat, although it's an AU, so it's Kara and Cat. And it's so the story of it is Cat, former prima ballerina with the National City Ballet, is now the artistic director of a ballet company. Maxwell Lord, her former dancing partner, has found her a new dancer for the upcoming season, the untested Cara Danvers. Can the two women forge a working relationship? Has Kat found someone up to her own pre-retirement standards at last? Whatever the outcome, it's going to be a long, hard road to get there. So this is complete, and this is, like, the biggest fan fiction within this, like, fandom, and it's actually going to be turned into a book. Oh, Um, yes! So the author did get a book deal for this. It's probably not going to be, like, as big as Fifty Shades, obviously, but... (laughs) But it's going to be published. It's just going to be, like, renamed and reworked to not have the characters of Supergirl in it. Um, And it is 42 chapters, but it's only, like, 141 words, which is not too, too much for that amount of chapters. But it is really good, and it has a lot of ballet stuff. And people have made a lot of fan art, and she includes, like, a lot of, like, ballet youtube videos in it like oh the the different position i was talking about in this chapter here's a video of that and it's like yeah i know (laughs) i'm obsessed with ballet (laughs) completely it's really really cute so nice i'm heartbroken because it's over oh no (laughs) that sounds so good though now i kind of want to read it it's cute oh my god okay i like it (laughs) i like that our fan our fan fictions kind of span a bunch of different like yeah. fandoms yeah. it's so great I hope people were able to like find a new one they want to go read now yeah. yeah or start reading fan fiction for the first time yeah um, so there's this like we need to like wrap this up but uh, yes yeah. um, but there's like this dark side of the fan fiction world have you ever like read anything that was like super weird I've read I didn't read it but my sister told me about one that was in the Glee fandom that was really weird and no, I was I like ha- I can't I do this I haven't, I've heard of, like, horror stories. Like, a friend of mine knows one of Harry, like, a Harry Potter one that's, like, apparently the worst fan fiction ever written. Oh, my God. Is it horrible because no, the writing No, I know which one you're talking about, the... and it's so bad, and they're going to do, like, a documentary about the person who wrote it. Oh, my God. Because nobody knows who actually wrote this story, and it's, like, a big, like, scandal. Like, not scandal, but it's, like, a big thing within the Harry Potter fandom yeah. universe. What? Thing. I have no... What, what I, is the name of the story? I always forget I the name of know. it. I don't know. I can ask Liana. 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 Liana told of me about it, and it's, it is awful. It is the worst. <laughs> I read, like, five minutes of it, and I was like, this is the the worst story I've ever read but it's like this weird crazy Harry Potter fan fiction that's like mashed up with like Twilight and it's like this weird like vampire like it's so just out of this world if people have read this they know exactly what story I'm talking about yes I always forget the name of this story but yeah there's like this the thing when like the whole young adult fiction novel scandal thing happened recently um, with, with the New York Times? Yes, with the New York Times. Um, people thought that because of, like, the writing that was they similar. They thought it was her? They thought it was her, and it's not her. But the coming off of that, branching off of that, they started talking about, like, who actually wrote this fan fiction? Because nobody knows. And so they're <laughs> doing this, like, investigation to find out. And I think the person who wrote it agreed to do, like, an interview talking about, like, the most notorious fan fiction in the fan fiction world. <laughs> and it's a Harry Excellent. Potter one. Yep. That's <laughs> Ask Leona so that we can link it in the in the show notes because I never I remember the name of it. I will. Oh my God. I will. 
I'll message her. There was a weird Glee fan fiction that my sister told me about that was like where Blaine was like ha- was was a boy but wasn't a boy. Like So he's trans? No. He was still a guy, but like had female bar. It was really weird. It was he wasn't trans, but it was like oh, they um, made him a girl, and he was a cheerleader. And then there was like this fan fiction about like him hooking up with his brother, which was really weird. <laughs> and I was Ooh. like, I stay out of slash fan fiction where it gets real weird. <laughs> sometimes, like, yeah. Sometimes the slash slash fan fiction can get real kinky and and i'm totally fine with people who want to read that stuff that's totally their prerogative like i don't have any problems with that but for me that's a little too much which is why hilarious in the episode of supernatural where they were talking about slash fiction like sam slash dean and he's like they know we're brothers right and he goes well it doesn't seem to matter and he's like and just closes the laptop (laughs) well there's like slash There's, like, slash, and then there's incest. Yes. Or incest, as they call it in the supernatural (laughs) fandom. That, that to me, I'm like, no. That's that's too much for me. Let's just... Um, But, you know, bravo to people who can write whatever. And I'm happy for them. Um, We mentioned a few places to go for getting fanfiction. So there's fanfiction.net, which is a good go-to. There's also uh, Archive Our Own, which is really great. Um, if you like Glee fan fiction, specifically Clane uh, fan fiction, Scarves and Coffee is a really good one. Um, there's still stuff on Live Journal, but I think Archive Our Own and Fanfiction.net are the two main ones. I think those are the those are the easiest. The two big like ones. if you are if you're new and you just want to search, those are the easiest. Fanfiction.net um, has better search capabilities yeah. when yes. filtering. I don't yeah. like archive our own's filtering it's annoying well, but they have the best olicity fan fictions i've found yeah so that's archive where i get i get better like current fan fiction on yeah. archive our own because i feel like a lot of people have moved over to that but yeah fan like fan fiction fanfiction.net is like easier to search and yes. it has all the old stuff so yes <laughs> um but also they are they are uh completely funded by people who pay money like um, it, they're free websites and people can host their stuff there, but they run completely on donations. The yes. two websites do. So um, if you can donate, donate. I don't know why I'm like just just because. <laughs> well, no, I don't want I mean, them to go away. Because yeah. if people did it, then we wouldn't be able to read these glorious yes. pieces yeah. of work. Exactly. <laughs> so those we'll put links in the show notes and probably in the description too for this episode with the two the two major ones. Mm-hmm. Um, any final thoughts on fan fiction? Um, I had two things that I was like, I wanted to make points. I wanted to make one. Um, I love that uh, fan fiction has the power to uh, create new stuff. Um, like the fic you mentioned ear- earlier, Chelsea. Um, uh, and I, the one that came to mind when I was thinking about it was Fifty Shades of Grey, which I tried to read and had trouble with myself. But I know that it was started as Twilight fanfiction, and I think it's very incredible mm-hmm. that um, it's this outlet for people to write and get following, and then they can actually like write a, a, a story of their own that way. And I think mm-hmm. that's really great and powerful. Um, yeah. And awesome. And, yeah. Um, I also wanted to just bring up Mary Sue's, because we haven't talked about that <gasps> at all. I don't know. Um, oh, yeah. Just the idea of these, like... Uh, female characters that are uh um I don't know I just see them everywhere now when I'm like I'm like 
I see what you're doing, um, but just, mm-hmm. like, the character that's too perfect or, like, it's the author putting themselves into the story, et cetera, et, yes. et cetera. Um, <laughs> and uh, I had fun. So my, my roommate is a writer. Uh, he, and I think, like, he and another another his best friend is a poet and like the three of us hang out and they're like esoteric like smarty bands people and I'm there and I just like started talking about Mary Sue's and one of them was like huh and I was like oh I got something on you thanks fan fiction so yeah um excellent yeah those were my the final things that I was like like wanted to but most mostly the first point about people being able to like create their own fiction out of fan fiction that's really awesome yeah, I agree. It provides an outlet for people to, you know, be creative and write and have feedback and to grow. Like, there's certain authors I've followed for many, many years, and, you know, you see their talent just shoot up. And it's nice to kind of have that community. So, if you haven't read fan fiction yet, we hope you give it a try. There's something for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, fan fiction is just this. It's this thing that people don't really talk about, and and well, except for Chelsea, Chelsea at Pyology <laughs> in a building really loud talking about fan fiction, <laughs> which actually happened. <laughs> Didn't you guys mention that on yes, a previous Yes, we podcast? did. We yeah. talked about it because it sounded like Chelsea was talking about fan fiction, but it sounded like she was screaming in the building that we were in, but she wasn't. It was just because Pyology is just, it's all concrete echoey. and it's super echoey and people were looking at her like, what? And I'm like, Chelsea, you're yelling. She's like, no, I'm not. She's like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Chelsea. <laughs> I was like, I'm not embarrassed that we're talking about fan fiction, but I need you to stop yelling. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's something that it's like if you're in a if you're a very fandomy kind of person, like you already know. But yes. like, there are some people like today when I was explaining what we were recording about, I was telling Eamon's dad like he's like, "What are you recording about?" I'm like, "Um, fan fiction," <laughs> <laughs> and he's like what? Like, I had to explain it to him. He understood right away, but it was just kind of like, I'm embarrassed. It's, I think it's just because it's become so taboo because of like 50 shades of gray has kind yeah. of like, because everybody knows that 50 shades of gray was twilight fan fiction. And yeah. the books are not the greatest books on the planet. Mm-hmm. So it kind of gave the whole thing this like, oh, you you reading fan fiction? You like 50 shades of gray? And I'm like, no, because I've read better fan fiction than actual published novels. Oh, for oh, so there yeah. are people out heck there yeah. who are like completely underrated who just love to write about stuff that they love, which is fandoms. And fan fiction is this way for them to be able to express themselves about something that they care a lot about. Uh, but maybe the story isn't going the way they want it to, or they had a thought about something while they were watching the show or reading a book or watching a movie and decided that they wanted to create this entire new universe for it. Because even rainbow Rawl had gone that far. Like she's a published yeah. author, but she wrote a book fan fangirl is about a girl who writes fan fiction and then she actually published the fan fiction that the character was writing and it's called carry yes. on we talked about it i read the book it was very good and it was it's literally published fan fiction it's fictional it's fictional fan fiction about a fiction a that's not it's so inceptiony <laughs> like it is it's really cool but <laughs> it's it's a place where people can go and read more things about things that they like and yeah. maybe read about things that they didn't know they liked like Ginny and Draco shipping. Like, didn't know I needed exactly. that in my life. And there we go. 
Also, if anyone's going to knock on Fifty Shades of Grey, I, I just did in that I was like, I couldn't really read it. But, like, that woman made a lot of money. Oh, so, she like, did. Don't she knock did. fan fiction, because that stuff can get legit. So. I read I read all the books, and I've seen all the movies, and when the new one comes out in February, I'm gonna go see it with my roommate from college, because it was the first movie that we saw together. Nice. We saw the second one together, and we will see this one together. And it's just something that we do, and I don't really have a problem with it. I own the movies on Blu-ray, too, so take that, world! <laughs> I have a problem. Anyways, it's all good. so... I think that we can end on this note. <laughs> Yes. And wrap up this super long episode. Um, thank you so much, Morgan, for, for being on yes. this episode. This is a lot of thank fun. Thank you. Um, I know I'm super happy that you're able to come and you got to meet Chelsea yes. finally. Yeah, finally. Oh my god. It's I'm sorry, I'm making this longer, but I've been listening to the podcast and it's gotten the way I love your like conversation style because I feel like I'm there so like I will try to be like, "Oh guys, what about?" and then I'm like, god, I'm not actually talking to them." So it's nice to actually be able to talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. So you can be part of the conversation. Yeah. So when you listen to this again, you're like, what, I said that? Yeah, I'm sure if I, like, when I listen to this, I'm going to be like, ah, my voice sounds like that. Oh, yeah. And I can't believe I said that. Do you guys go through that? I I had to get oh, used yeah. to knowing what my voice sounds like because how I hear my voice is not how it actually sounds. So for yeah. me, like, editing podcasts, it's really weird listening to myself talk. But I do re-listen to our episodes sometimes, especially if I don't edit it. Um, yeah, I'm And I'll catch myself do, just cracking up so bad at something that I said or something that you said and I'm like why am I laughing I was there and I'm like laughing with myself laughing which is really weird very meta it is very meta like 100% when I'm editing I just skip over my audio I'm like uh huh uh huh uh huh no I'll listen to mine and I'm like you're you're like you're so dumb stop saying like all the time god you're California oh my god I know I know (laughs) okay so you can find the notes for this episode and all of our other episodes on our website, teatimewithkc.com. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you download your podcasts. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for future episodes, feel free to email us at teawithkc at gmail.com. And you can also reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram using uh, our handle, teatimewithkc. Um, I'm working on making a Facebook page. Ooh. So oh, we're okay. gonna we're gonna expand. Surprise, Chelsea. <laughs> um, also, to don't what? forget, huh? What'd you say? About I said me? surprise, surprise oh, that yes. I'm making a Facebook page because I didn't tell you that. Um, but anyway, so don't forget to check out the other podcasts on the Geek to Geek Podcast Network by visiting geek2geekcast.com. So uh, until next time, bye. bye. Thank you for listening. Join us next time for another cup of tea.